Okay, so let's get this baby rolling. It's been a hot minute. So hello angels, how are you? Um, I'm really excited to be coming on today as this has actually been requested by um, a fellow sister. It's something that I haven't really ever considered making an episode on, but that's a beautiful thing about this, this journey and this type of work is that when we feel into that desire, when people feel safe enough to express their desires to us, we ultimately receive. And so this podcast episode on high radical movement is about the journaling process and what it can open up for us when we devote our energy to not only reclaiming and claiming our soul's desires but also as well as a way of supporting the brain supporting our movements to release blocks to notice and nourish the parts that want to be seen and heard in all of their expression and all of their need and using journaling as a way to create a practice of our own to remind ourselves that we are always whole and something as something as kind of simple as journaling can be something that we're most resistant to right um and i think this is because it's different the brain doesn't really like change and so it's about how we move into unfamiliar grounds how we learn to express ourselves authentically onto paper and people do this in many ways like my clients have their own different ways of doing this but today i'm going to talk about my way because a fellow sister of of mine expressed to me she was like i just want to get inside your brain i want to understand how you communicate how you write what your thought process is and i was like wow like this has never been expressed to me um it has been something that i've always felt quite different um from in that sense and since stepping into my power and reclaiming my body's knowledge and wisdom and desires it's been this initiation of like radically accept all your parts and therefore speaking and writing and thinking in such a way that creates profound movement in the subconscious of mine and within others is quite a um it's quite a mission it's quite a um a course i suppose you know not everyone's going to understand you and want to understand you not everyone's going to accept you and want to accept you because some people perceive you as um too deep too intense too this too much too this too that you know and um what i say back is i say okay <laughs> i say okay i hear you and this obviously isn't going to work then because i'm not going to change the way I think and the way I feel in order to meet your needs. 
I'm going to meet my needs first. And then if we can feel into a compromise or if we can feel into a desire to understand each other, then that's where we connect because there's a want and there's a desire to be understood and heard more. If that's not there, then how on earth can any relationship and connection ever work? I don't understand. I'm such a Capricorn in that sense. I'm like, I need to know the truth. I need to be honest. And I actually have realized more recently that a lot of people don't live in this way. And that's okay. And they're on their own journey. And they will, they're stepping into that. But they're becoming that. But, you know, it's allowing that space for that person to... Um, become on their own timeline and so therefore I have to meet my needs and say okay well can this really work um anyway that's slightly more off topic but it all relates to journaling because ultimately journaling is a self-practice it's a practice of the self it's a practice of centering into yourself you know something that was once described to me when I was speaking my truth was like you know you just seem so self-centered and what I did was, is I flipped that back and I was like, actually, I was centered in myself. And that's how I see journaling. I see journaling as a way to center into myself from whatever direction I move into it um, from. So, <laughs> my dog's just playing in the background. Um, so I might shut the door, actually. That would be a good suggestion. <laughs> everything's moving in this house <sighs> okay so journaling is a practice of centering yourself it is a devotional act of self-love it is a devotional practice of exploring the mechanisms and the networks within your body when I talk about movement and I use the word movement, I'm talking about movement in all forms. I'm not just talking about dance. I'm talking about emotional movement. I'm talking about teaching the body how to circulate emotions like blood again. Because what happens is, is they become stuck and stagnated because they haven't been given the time and the space and the, I suppose, the senses from others to be able to express that. We simply haven't been heard and seen for whatever reason. So, so therefore the body gets um, taught and conditioned in this way. And so what we're doing through journaling is we're unconditioning. And I will say this, it can fucking suck. It can really fucking suck. You know, a perfect example is when last night. Um, something happened a couple of days ago, which I thought initially that it didn't affect me. But the last few days, it's really got to me. And it's really interesting how even now in my years of really consciously being in this body and listening closely, I still don't hear the whispers as clearly as I think I, I might. And so you can imagine looking back like 10 years ago when I was stepping into my teenage years, Oh my god, those those whispers were silent. Like there was not like there was nothing going on. Like there was no consciousness around this. So therefore, why would I ever know how to feel or like even accept what I'm feeling? So like even now, like I'm just about in, in especially in this situation was just about hearing the whisper, and it took about a day or two to land that actually this has moved me more than I thought. This has actually impacted me and and actually 
sensorily and physiologically um, affected me, okay? Because we're so connected. We are so connected. So last night I got into bed and I was, you know, my my sleeping pattern again has become a little bit wired. Like, um, especially when we're not when we're not releasing this block, but it can take so long to be able to recognize actually what it is, what's actually hurting inside, right? What's actually mobilized us. And so then I got in, I was in bed and I was like, if I go to sleep with this, with this feeling, I'm going to wake up with this feeling. And therefore I'm going to feel into a loop that is actually quite a natural loop for me which is that my morning starts off shit. It takes me ages to regulate. Um, I say and want things that maybe aren't in alignment to my actual, like, ease self because I'm trying to look for safety. I'm trying to look for connection. And then come the evening, I'm wired, I'm ready to work. And then I'm up all night and it's a repeated cycle and it's kind of like relationship to the circadian rhythm our emotions affect our circadian rhythm they literally will move with us throughout our day therefore how we move is how we feel how we feel is how we move um and i really didn't want to do this journaling i cannot tell you i did not want to talk about how i was feeling i did not want to feel into this part but I knew I knew I knew deep down in my heart I knew in my soul I knew in my body that this is a devotional practice this had to be done you know for me it, it had to happen because I wouldn't be doing this right now I wouldn't be feeling so regulated if I hadn't have given myself the time and space to journal and to practice it out and to feel it out in a very inclusive and very neutral space, right? Like, again, our book, our, our journal is like this, this blank slate. We are allowed to be whoever the fuck we want. So I'm going to tell you and I'm going to give you a key piece of advice from me. I see the journaling practices in the space as another form of perfectionism, another way of performing, and I've been there. I've been there where I've had the perfect questions and the perfect answers, and everything's aligned and everything's connected, and um, I've done it right. I've succeeded, this is how we do things. Everything was quite bounded, it had to look this way. And you know what, in my client sessions, I'm like, you know what? You're allowed to soothe that perfectionist part because that perfectionist part is ultimately here to help you and to soothe you. But we also need to get ahead of that and understand the mechanisms of which make that louder, that make it a way of holding you back rather than moving you forward. So I'm always like, you know what, journal in a way that feels intuitive and good, but recognize when it's actually the thing that's holding you back from actually expressing your full self. And this is why... Journaling for me is not something that I will ever force or create a, I don't know, like a a piece of paper on for people to sell because I'm like, it's literally the way that you think is the way that you express yourself. And so therefore, if we start to look at the way you think, the way that you relate to your body, the way that you express yourself on paper and in real life, 
will shift radically. So in devotion to this podcast, I um, got out all my old journals from over the last like two to three years. And in doing that, I saw just how my channel was so centered in love but my body was so resistant to that love and what I mean by that is that in every effort and every devotional practice and every expression that I've put onto paper has been a love letter to the universe love used to be such a hard word for me to even say it used to make me cry I used to hear it in um, in podcasts I read it in books and it would be like an instant floodgate of like this hurts right like it was that it was a very core wound and it activated me and moved me and mobilized me in ways that I maybe can't even describe again this is how we also become one with (laughs) movement and language is that we allow ourselves to not always be able to necessarily express (laughs) fully we can't ever fully express (laughs) our sensations and our physiology and our spiritual um centering like I don't think that's particularly possible but anyway um every single piece of writing has been a love letter to the universe because I knew that what I wanted in this life was love I knew when I would enter into programs when I would work with my mentor I was like I just want to be in love with my life I just want to be loved I want love I am love (laughs) And, you know, I'm tearing now. Cool. (laughs) That's all I've ever wanted. And I think that really clear channel of, like, this is what comes through when anyone in the universe asks me what I truly desire. Every single movement in my life, whether it has been the joy and the struggle, has been the, the easement and the resistance, has been the ultimate pain has always been in efforts and devotion to receiving love, having love, being love, giving love. So to me, in order to make your journaling process more expressionate and in honour of your whole self, you need to get really clear about what your your ultimate desire in this lifetime is not to make fucking shit tons of money not to do not to be what do you want to be in this lifetime and you may not be the embodiment of that now okay and that's cool you are reparenting you are relearning you are realigning you are redirecting but when you have that inside when you feel that in the in your core You will always be redirected. There is no reason why not. Why would anyone try to derail you from that? Because whatever you feel is a derail is in service to that higher good of learning, of creating boundaries, of understanding, of accepting, is in in honour of that channel. Right? My chronic illness journey has been wild. The relationship that I've had with my body has been wild. I've gone from um, eating disorders, body dysmorphia, 
to ultimately a very, very sick path of chronic illness and autoimmune issues. I remember doctors would tell me, like, you know, your body's attacking you. And I'd be like, what? Why? <laughs> Why? Why would my body do that? Okay? And so when I was sat in hospital, my body literally could not digest anything, could not accept anything but this liquid food. I couldn't move. I was bedridden. Ultimately, I felt quite paralyzed in some ways. Just so empty inside because there was nothing inside me moving, creating juices. My body wasn't doing what she was here to do. And so I felt empty completely. And I was empty, literally. Um, I lost my train of thought, as always. It's <laughs> passion. But, oh, the gifts, okay. So you could see that as like, oh my gosh, that sounds so hard. That sounds like such a, a struggle. And now what I so clearly feel and see and hear is that it has been my most divine gift. I would not be here. I would not be talking to you. I would be not, I would not be holding space. I would not see the world. I would not see my relationships the same way as what I would like, what I do now. This channel, this um, mind, this process of expression has come through great struggle. Because I can't even say to you that in this lifetime I've experienced immense joy. I haven't. I don't know if I necessarily know what that feels like yet. And that's quite a hard thing to admit, right? That getting real with yourself and being like, have I actually been happy ever? And that hurt me for, you know, that hurt me when that came through on journaling. That really hurt me. And I had to really sink into that feeling of like, have I actually really been happy? And so when pain is all what you've ever kind of known, we have to make a relationship with pain that allows us to be able to feel into the moments and pockets of joy as well as honouring but not letting the pain seep into every experience. And I feel like with chronic illness and when your body's in such a depleted state, everything just looks grey. Everything is numb, everything is unclear, it's like the world is moving so fast, but it's it, it's also stopped in its tracks. And so when you're coming back alive, when you're learning to regulate, when you're fully seen and heard in all of your expression, all of your struggle and all of your pain, your relationship with pain changes. Maybe it's not even pain anymore. Maybe it's a movement that allows you to receive more joy, the simpler joys of life in every day. So we're not constantly reaching and striving for what's over here, but we're listening and we're honouring what's here in the now. So journaling is like this love letter to the universe. And when you get clear on this channel of what you really want in this lifetime, every single piece of writing, every sort of expression that comes through this neutral space is going to be an honor of that is going to be guiding you in that direction is going to be moving you towards a place where you can ultimately receive this medicine 
because you know that's what you need that's no that's that that's what you know is your core desire in this lifetime so therefore it is medicine you feel it you feel what it's like to not have it there so you're like well what in my lifetime is going to bring me that it's going to bring me into that space what decisions am i going to have to make what movements am i going to have to create what are the things i'm going to have to say your mind is so beautifully woven with your body and when you start moving when the intricacies of your body your language transforms into a continual devotional act of self-love and self-acceptance when i'm feeling angry frustrated i literally fucking dump that in this place i have no perfect like I feel this because I'm okay. I'm like, I'm fucking angry. I'm really fucking frustrated. Everything feels hard. Everything feels tired. Because if we don't have a place to express that every day, because oh, you're not going to have a mentor every day. You know, you have a mentor maybe once a week, once every two weeks. But in between that is not a gap where you're like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to build it all up. No, that's not what we want. We want you to start in the every day moving things every day in your timeline in the way that feels most sensual and raw for you i think is the word because it's not always easy raw so Journaling is literally like being with your mentor because you are your mentor. You are your medicine. It is such an act of self activation, of remembering your wholeness. I don't come to this journal with expectations. I do not come into this space being like, I have to be this way. I have enough of that out there that I already have to deal with, right? I have so much of that conditioning that I'm moving through every day. Why the hell would I make such a a simple and I I would I want to just say like just earthly process like it's literally at the end of your book an intimate pro at the end of your bed but an intimate why would you make such an intimate process conditioned and that's not to say that that's easy to uncondition that right because through school there's been you know stick to the lines you should see my journal i have i have when i was like manifesting some of my wildest shit i wrote in lipstick all over my page i draw i dance i i describe i express i use alliteration all the time in order to create momentum because this is what brings us alive as well as momentum this little like weave and stream of momentum it's like the water is just slowly dancing each and every day it's that momentum that's going to give you that feeling back and when we lose that feeling we go okay what brings me that what what allows me to move again what allow what gives the water momentum okay devotional acts to actually move that to stimulate that to hear that to listen to that emotion that's so and that part that's so clearly wants to be heard and seen and wants to be nourished and nurtured we have so much unconditioning to do and it can often feel like a task 
And so why would you make journaling a task? Make it the full expression of who you are. Even if you don't know who you are right now, write that down. Who the fuck am I? <laughs> you Literally, in my journal, it is messy. It is messy and it is beautiful. What did I write last night? This feels too hard. Every day is the same shit and I'm lost. It's not true. I'm the creator of my reality, but there's a part that feels that way still. So why would I ever try to ignore that anymore? Because I've been doing that for the past 14 years and look where it got me. And that's not to blame myself, but to say to myself, hey, you keep following that pattern, you're going to get the same result. So it's that real beautiful effort to to meet the feminine and the masculine in this such this lovely space this neutral space where nothing has to be bounded where nothing has to be identified where nothing has to be labeled you do not have to be anything but what you desire in this place so if this has resonated with you if this has given you that motivation or that that reclamation to return back to the page then I'm thrilled because I know that I have to meet myself every day and say to myself I know this helps even if I don't want it to help because self-helplessness is a thing as it helplessness learned helplessness sorry is a thing right and the victim sometimes comes out that's okay too but that deep knowing that this is in great service, that this can ultimately shift the way that I think, the way that I sleep, the way that I rise, is what keeps me going, what keeps me devoted to this practice and this activation and this self-love. This channel, listening and, and feeling into this core channel every day of like, I am love, I'm worthy of love, I want a loving life. It's what keeps this in momentum okay so i'm sending you so many blessings and i really hope this has reached you today and touched you and please get in contact if you listen <laughs>